Sorry, I'm Channel 001. You know what it is. <laughs> you know, like, uh, you know, like, uh, or should you be, like, uh, going to... Yeah, the- that's fucking madness, dude. The Rain Man Show contains discussions that are 49% geek, 51% douche. What's up, bitches? Listener discretion is advised. So uncivilized. Previously on Rain Man. People are like, I want to keep fucking shit up right now. We're at the goddamn conspiracy. That's why, Thomas. That's why. I ain't going to stay in my home. Fuck coronavirus. It ain't, it ain't real. It's fake shit. I've never known. And all you pussies wearing masks and shit. What is that about? Uh, general health and safety guidelines. Nah, fuck that. Okay. But safety. What does that even mean? Things you don't do when you bang your sister. Now, oh, wait a second. That's not. <laughs> no, I use a condom. I use a condom when oh, I bang my sister. That's where you draw the line. I, I use a condom. Got to be sensitive. When I bang my sister, and I pull out when I bang my mother. Oh. I'm very oh. safe. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm standard OSHA rules and regulations in my household. You know OSHA. You're familiar with that. Hey. Sometimes I just use a sock. <laughs> It's, it's, it's uncomfortable for the lady, for the gal. Ugh. Well, she understands. In a pinch, it work. In a, in a what? In a pinch. And it's already lubed. Wait, what? Are I socks know. lubed? I, well, my socks what, what are. What type of socks do you wear? Oh, honey, what uh, kind of socks do you wear? Uh, Wait. Oh, there's no part of me that ever wants to know what even he's thinking in his head right now. Is this now. a new Nike line that I've missed out on? Like the new lubed Nike it's anklets? For, it's for seniors to help them with their socks, you know. You put oh. lube or powder and then you just like... Powder? It, it, it it's a diving on. suit situation. Can I hear an amen? Can I hear an amen? Louder! And now, from the Cave of Wonders, live in the presence of gods... Welcome to the Rain Man Show. Motherfucking peanut butter and jealous. <laughs> Let's go get up. Let's go get up. Light him up. No, 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 no. Hello? show with the AOL voice. Really? Only um, a few select listeners with the age range of 40 and death will remember that. <laughs> 40 and death? Call back, deep cut. <laughs> do you think that's going to help? I don't know. Do you remember AOL? I do. I do. Were you like two years old? I was, was, I was like eight, I think. Give or take. And I remember AOL. I remember... That being the big thing, I remember the little man and the key and the lightning bolt, and that's when you could actually connect the internet. Mm. And if you, if your mom picked up the phone, you were fucked. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And internet, it has sure changed quite a bit. But I feel like we're kind of reverted because everyone's working from home. Mm-hmm. My internet connection is oh, completely garbage. Yeah, because. Because that same internet that's changed dramatically since AOL has not been updated 
since 2007. And now everyone's all using the same cables and bandwidth and, and old infrastructure that hasn't been updated for 15 years, give or take. I can't even enjoy... You know, Pornhub right now. No, it's low def. What's the point? Yeah, the, yes. I might as well use my imagination. I thought my hindsight was no. getting even worse. I'm like, <laughs> what's happening? I can't. Her boobs are fuzzy. <laughs> what, what kind of censored garbage is this? Yeah. When you get old, even porn is censored just by default because your eyesight is just <laughs> poor. Built-in censorship. Yeah. Suddenly, I'll understand what sex means when you're blind. Because <laughs> I still don't understand that. Like, how do you know you like boobs if you're blind? Like, how do you know you like woman? A woman, not woman, a, not a caveman. That's a philosophical question right there. Like, how do you know? Does it even matter at this point? I mean, if you're blind and getting laid, I don't think you care. Yeah. I don't think if anybody is getting laid, they care how they got there. I would like to be gay and blind. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that can happen in the dark, Ford I guess. Experiment. <laughs> Ford experiment. For an experiment, okay. Yeah. How do you think that's going to turn out for I you? I don't know. Maybe I'll discover something new and refreshing oh. about myself. New and refreshing. Your, your options will have opened up in life. Who knows? <laughs> I'm waiting for that. Go ahead, Steve. You can go. say something will open up. <laughs> see, I broke Steve. I rode that Bronco so hard. Oh, see, it's already started. Oh, wait a second. <laughs> oh, was I blind while, while I was doing it? <laughs> <laughs> Steve, you can talk whenever you want. Ignore I, last show. I, I couldn't. I couldn't contain myself when you. <laughs> Jesus. Oh man, I think Steve might be a little. Uh, I think he might be a little Deflated. smoked out. Oh wait, I'll delete that later. Sorry, Steve. I I've been sitting on the couch inking all day. I'm yeah. on furlough. <laughs> oh, are you? Yeah. Okay, so you're completely I'm just, chilling I'm, right now. I'm I'm relaxed. I w- I stayed up till three in the morning playing video games two days in a row. Can you get on Discord so I can keep tabs of you? Because I like to see when all my radio <laughs> hosts are playing video games. Like I always know when Bobby's playing. I always know when David's playing. I hey, always know when Thomas is playing. I even know when Randy's playing. But Thomas. they're all on PC, right? No, it's uh, it's or PS4, right? You can. Uh, I think it's just PC. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if Discord's on. It's not console. I don't think so. So it's only PC when I see you playing. Correct, correct. Well, Bob's 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 playing right now. I think. I don't know. Hold if, on, let uh, me look. I, I don't use Discord on console because I use chat that's built into it. So, no, I shows I, him away right now. Makes me feel like God, you know, being able to know <laughs> what watching. you guys are doing. Yeah, <laughs> I, I wish that would be the case with porn. You know, I'm like, oh, Thomas is looking at booty porn right now. Interesting. That's pretty fun. No, Tony's looking at sock porn. I don't know what that is, but it's, it has to do with lubrication of socks. Oh, God. That's helps, what Tony's helps, into. Helps put the socks on. It's effective. Good for your skin, right? Okay. Yes. Sometimes I wonder if Tony's ever had sex. <laughs> I'm looking for effectiveness and efficiency. Okay. Those are the, okay, you know. <laughs> That's what you look forward to when you that, get older. the same thing, but like. I had to say it twice. When 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 you get to my age and you struggle with your socks, I'll be laughing from the grave. <laughs> okay, but you'll be dead. So yeah. yeah, still think there's a clear winner in that. All right, so Raina's here as well. Patreon extraordinaire. Hello, Raina. What is up? How are you today? Um, I'm here. 
Okay. <laughs> Listening to you guys. She talk. was looking at porn, and now you want to know what she was looking at. Well, you know, if she was on Discord. I would know this. <laughs> I would know not to go to her. Just get that, you know, that porn attachment, that porn plugin, if you will, to Discord. That'd be miserable. You know, that is actually a fear that I have, Thomas. Constant surveillance. No, well, yes. Like, Jokes on you. No, that of course. But you know, they have the share option on Pornhub. Why? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> See, why do that? Who the fuck are you sharing? That I am to? never going to be whacking it to let's say Kendra Lust. Well, I will be whacking it to Kendra Lust, but let's say I'm never going to be whacking it. Like, man, this is really good. You know who should see this? Her 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 pussy grippage is on point. I'm going to share this to my Facebook so, page. So, in fairness, I have copied URLs before and sent them to friends because it's like, holy shit, look at her take this. Like, you have to see this. But you, if you're going to send, <laughs> if you're going to share porn. Be a responsible adult and go up to the goddamn URL and copy, copy and, it. Don't yeah. have a button yeah, that's yeah, yeah. already linked to everything else that your livelihood is tied to. But like you can just LinkedIn. easily like send it to like, you know, I don't know, a text message. What if you just want like you want to try something? You're like, hey, babe, I want you to do this. I'll send her a link. Yeah, but the trick is for for everyone, you've got to give a heads up text before you just blanket shoot oh, that that's out. That's fun. I know, but I've I've sent some I've sent. I like some to throw things. hand grenades at my friends. <laughs> I've sent some in the middle of meetings and yeah. Wait, hold on. No, not like, like they were in meetings or they were, and it just pops up on their on their device. Oh and, yeah, and you know when you got like during a Zoom meeting and they're in the middle of sharing screen with the rest of the company. No, never. You're like like an asshole, Steve. Hey, Notification. Hey, bro, check out Kendra Lust. Take it hard up the ass. <laughs> yeah, with like a bunch of exclamation marks, and that pops up to the I entire made a company. Gif of it, and it just plays automatically. Well, and that's the problem. If you know, if they're standing around, like say they're at lunch. Right, and they're around their coworkers, and their phone goes off, and then they swipe up to open it, and then all they see is, you know, a gaping hole. Well, that's hole. that's what you need to know. You know, you need to know which of your friends <laughs> are going to be the ones to send you that. Oh, it's if me. A, if I get a friend, if I get a text from a certain friend, you should be it's safe. Careful. If I get a text from another friend named Tyler, last name omitted, I know not to open that, even on the company's Wi-Fi, because that is dangerous. Yeah, because it's happened before, and it'll happen again. At least then I was at the radio station, so it didn't fucking matter. Yeah. So. Yeah, I just don't get that share button. It makes no sense, dude. I really want to know if you are that guy or or lady that uses that share button. I want to hear from you, and I'm going <laughs> to enter you into a contest that I'll put together with other. But you have to be legit. Like, and I'm not going to tell you what the contest is, but I want to talk to you. Okay, I so do know... I speak up now, or do I wait for other people to? Wait, hold on. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm paranoid with that share button there, though. Are you like, thinking you're going to accidentally share it? Dude, on mobile? I might. Yeah, but you have to, like, enter in more details, right? If, I don't know. Like do you? I've never pushed it. Or... I, I wanted to test it a couple times. Do you have like an afraid. irrational fear that if you even touch the share, yeah, it goes straight to his mom. Where to send it to? That's exactly. Steve hit, hit it right in the head. I'm afraid that. See, I don't care what people know. I don't care if people know what I look at because I talk about stuff on the show right. here. But my mother and my family, they don't listen to the show. Right. They know not to because of these types of things. Like, they know what I talk about, but I say, listen, don't listen to the show because these are the things I get into. On Facebook, I have my family there. 
on Instagram, I have my family there. The last thing they need to see is Kendra Lust. <laughs> <laughs> never know though man you might accidentally send mom something and then she'll see oh, it no. and she'll be like you mean my whole life that's what i could have had oh jesus <laughs> christ I, I think i think the difference between being mortified that your mom found out what kind of porn you are and being inadvertently responsible for your mom's sexual awakening in her later years i think the latter might be worse really i think so it's very giving though Okay, Steve, tell yes, us about yes, how you've helped out. your mom reach sexual <laughs> enlightenment. Go ahead. Is, tell oh, us. Oh, no, that's just disgusting. But for you, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, so I'm really starting to hate wearing a mask. It's really cumbersome. At first, the idea was like, it was a novel idea. I'm like, hmm, I get to wear a surgeon's mask. <laughs> and you actually put it on. I put it on. And within a matter of seconds, not minutes, seconds, I'm sweating. Yeah. I can't breathe, Thomas. I can't breathe. I listened <laughs> to Randy complain about the same thing this entire weekend. Who invented this thing? <laughs> they I, should be shot. Go ahead, Steve. I will say, Thomas, since having the facial hair, I'm glad because of wearing the mask. It actually is a buffer, so I don't have, like, oil and shit all against my skin, like, causing acne that I know would happen if, mm-hmm. if I was wearing a mask. So it's like a buffer zone, you know? Yeah. But nice. um I don't know. I, I, I want a Bane mask. I, I need to borrow Ryan's Bane mask. Yeah, but even that, we were told our entire life that masks are cool. Yeah. Like Darth Vader, Bane, every Bobo Fett, every superhero, mask. Little did we know that they're sweating their asses off. You know how you should have known that the mask covering the mouth was a dumb idea? Because Batman never did it. No, he didn't. His, he was the only one who's like, this is stupid. He's smarter than everybody else. I don't want my lenses to fog. He's, he had it figured out. Yeah, he did. Well, see, that's another thing. Like, you can't breathe properly, and I typically wear glasses during the day. Mm-hmm. And good luck. Good luck wearing glasses with a mask on. Oh, yeah, and your peripheral your vision. Your eyes are completely, your, your lenses are completely fogged up. That happened to me just on just yesterday and then you feel like a stooge i was Mm -hmm. at circle k i don't like going out but i had to make a run and i put the glasses on put the mask have the gloves i look like an asshole yeah but it's okay i'm i'm doing it for my son if it was just me by myself i probably and i'm doing it for you guys as well right if it was just me i wouldn't really care like eh, whatever right luck of the draw you'll roll those dice yeah but I have people I have to worry about. So I'm not going to be an asshole. Do, do, does it make you think like Darth Vader's life must have sucked? Because just yes. seconds with the g- glasses and the mask. Because I had that exact same thing where every exhale, it's fogging up like I'm at Yosemite. And next thing, it'll finally go down as I'm inhaling. Well, the thing, the silver lining with Darth Vader, you know, he got his his body cut in half. Probably lost the usage of his dick. Right. Oh, that, that thing burnt off. The silver lining was, hey, he has a cool mask. Why do you think he's so angry all the time? Yes, because he they can't see. Not because he doesn't he have can't... a dick. It's because he can't fucking it's see. Both. <laughs> can't see what's left of his dick. You let me die, Palpatine. <laughs> what are you doing to me? <laughs> you know he had to ask that question. Sex is overrated, but seeing is not. <laughs> but didn't you say that you would want to be blind and gay? That's true. So, <laughs> if Obi Wan having the high ground would make me blind and gay, then I would definitely take the low ground. I'm okay with that. And while I'm on that low ground, I'd grab my ankles. 
That Problem is, solved. That is a quote of the century yeah. right there. Mm. If Obi Wan was on the high ground, that would make me blind and gay. I I want to get a bumper sticker. <laughs> He'd be like, "Don't try." I'm like, "Oh, I'm going to." <laughs> Okay, this is why you're having these weird dreams because you think about shit like this. All okay? right, don't don't bring up Patreon stuff. <laughs> why people will subscribe? They need to go subscribe to hear that story. David listened to that Patreon show <laughs> where I had a dream about wearing uh-huh. a yellow skirt. I'm not going to get into it. Listen to Patreon. Oh, but yep. but, but David's just like, dude, what is wrong with you? Oh, I like David's response. <laughs> no, yeah. David's like, what's wrong with you? Like, when my brother says, I know, what's Tony. wrong with you? <laughs> That's the point. Oh, my God. I mean, that is, that, you've reached a new level, Mike. You have with your dreams. I know. Listen, that's all I have left. As I said. depth, I might say, rather than level, because you're only going down with that. Speaking of Patreon content, let me let me t- show you what you guys are missing. I have a little promo. Oh, here. a little test. Yeah, a here little we taste. go. Yeah, you can see how stupid I get because I'm usually drunk during the Patreon show. Wait a second, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> that's the wrong drunk now. Wow. Well, you know what? I don't have it. Good job. <laughs> Who could I blame for this? Steve. <laughs> Where's Bobby at? Let me throw something at him. <laughs> Who's responsible for putting together these bits? <laughs> That's not it. I was like, isn't that from the beginning? Yeah. You guys talk. Let me find it real fast. Hold on. Oh, God. That, that does make me laugh, though, that David is the litmus test for whether or not your life has gone off the rails in if, some it, way yeah, or if, if it's David, deviant. If David says that's fucked up or or questions it. Is that a mark of is should that be a mark of pride? If you if you the fact that, you know, David has known Michael probably the forever. longest. Yeah. And, you know, he's seen everything that he's seen. Apparently not. And it takes him to be the voice of reason. Even I even I question why if David becomes my voice of reason, it's time for me to drink the sulfuric acid. Oh, Jesus. Just drink the bleach, huh? Yes. No, no I, I, I don't go with the bleach. I just go with the strong okay. stuff. You know, I go with the tequila. Bleach is too weak, apparently, With, uh, with a hint of arsenic. Wow. That to should do really it. make sure. That is one hell of a chaser right there. That's the, that's the final chaser. So your brother's oh. a litmus test. Yes. Yeah, I mean, if if you have you heard half of David's, oh, stories? I have. Heard, I mean, like he's lived, he's lived a life. I, I will say I, that, dude. I was gonna say he has lived a life. He lives a life that is usually saved for like the funny thing the main about character it, in novels. The funny thing about it between me and him, he is absolutely more closer to my mom's personality, which freaks me out. Now that I'm like, and my mom tells me, you know, she was a hillbilly. Mm-hmm. You know, so anything that she tells me, you know, like uh, like growing up feel in like- that side of the side of the road, I would not I would I seriously do envision my mom in a better place with her with her straw hat and a banjo playing in the clouds. I imagine Tony and David's life was like one step to the left of the hills have eyes. Just with but just between, one step between the things he said, how David's mm-hmm. turned out, viewpoints, the things I've heard from his mom, the things I've heard from Tony, the poop knife, the various different <laughs> foods they eat, how they lived, the let's kill them all kind of attitudes, yeah. like the, like one radioactive test on a different island back in the fifties was all it was going to take. Remember when I 
and I still do dream. I dream. I still dream. I dream Thomas. Okay. I dream of venturing still to Mars and claiming it for my own. Right. And you guys were more than welcome to come along, you know, as long as I call all the shots. I want nothing to do with your poop knife. Oh, well, you know, Steve. I'm out. Steve, it, 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 the He's first. Building a new nation. The first time with the poop knife is always the hardest. <laughs> I do want to, I, I think we should look into like a perfect, if it can be ever a professional, like psychologist, psychiatrist, whichever one it would be for dream analysis because i would love to know the inner machinations aka horrifying landscape of I think, mike's life i think if or his dream if world. sigmund freud were a, with us today were you gonna say a real person yeah yeah like and 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 analyzing mike's dreams <laughs> analyzing mike's dreams sigmund freud would say fuck this i don't want to have anything to do with this anymore I, I think I do. you did a pretty good job, Thomas, of trying to decipher what it could have meant when Mike was dreaming what he was. Uh, you know, here. I, I, I thank I, you. I, I, I go that. for the I go for the real act. I, I value your 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 I'm intellect. I'm not a professional, though. So I value your intellect. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but, but who clear. is like but who I can just, really just, say what a dream is yeah. and say, oh, this is for sure what it is. I know I'm a dream expert. Like, how the fuck did you a come up with that? Dreamologist. Dreamologist. Yeah, sounds dreamonologist, like dreamonologist. Yes. Like I said, one step to the left. Yeah. You know, it's all it takes. <laughs> Maybe you should have your own book of interpretation of dreams. And Maybe that's what I should spend the rest of this quarantine. My last, whatever, whenever they decide to send us back a couple of weeks on. Un-audible you want to take advantage of it you. right now before you catch the corona, the corona and, and, <laughs> and you'll be drinking limes for the rest of your life or something like that. That's the symptoms? You drink limes for yeah. the rest of your life? Yeah. That's how you cure it. Duh. Yeah. Hmm. And a poop knife. Okay. Oh, but I God. would like, I think that is something I should look into like the, whatever college is nearby that would be interested in a case study for someone's like thesis, the study of repressed dreams, repressed feelings, repressed memories. There's gotta be a few dreams of a sicko. Yeah. Mm. yeah. There's gotta be some, I think all of us have repressed memories. There's gotta be a few for everyone. Oh, everybody. And then they right. just culminate. Yeah. Here's the, uh, this is when I was talking about my new Peloton and the Peloton. Oh, 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 yeah. Here we go. This is just wonderful. This is creative talent <laughs> as a talk show host. <laughs> yeah. You just, there's things you do, even as an adult, there's things that I do that I, and I'm ashamed <laughs> of myself afterwards. Like I started doing the whole Peloton thing. Right. The bike. Yeah. It's awesome. It's great. But just like the guy in you, I find myself talking to the instructors because it's so personal. There's a whole video thing. You get to know get to know these ladies. Are you pulling to you and like looking Dude, people up now? Yes. Oh my god. Yes. Wow. Well, there's, she talks to me. Th- th- yes, she does, Thomas. <laughs> She tells me I'm doing a good job, and we all know that I need that positive affirmation. Oh, that's like one step away from serial killer stuff. Well, no, come on. It's it's adjacent. Is it? Mother told me I did a good job. Okay, maybe. <laughs> but I'm getting on the bike, and she's all, you can do this. You can do this. And then when I do it, she tells me I do a good job. And I put it on my projector. So I connected my projector to my computer that now plays the Peloton video on my wall. 
mm-hmm. or have the spin bike. So she's huge. She's life size. Okay. And I put my bike to the side so I don't disrupt the projection. So I have a, I have a giant version of this instructor on my wall and it feels like I'm in the studio uh-huh. and I'm getting tired, Thomas. I'm like 17 minutes in. She's all, no, she knows. She knows when you're about to she quit. She knows when I'm about to quit. She knows when I'm tired. She's like a hot Santa Claus. She knows everything. <laughs> she knows you that well, huh? She's telling me, no, don't quit. I know you're thinking about quitting, but don't you quit. Did you wake up this morning thinking you're going to quit? I'm like, you know what? I didn't. She's like philosophical too. Wise. She's like a sexy Dalai Lama. And because I can appreciate all her great traits, I find myself Instagramming her, looking for her in Instagram. This is how religions start. (laughs) I'm like, you know what? She's an icon. She's encouraging. She's inspirational. She has big boobs. I'm going to search her on Instagram. And then I find her on Instagram. Is that weird? Yeah. Why? Why is that weird? Can I not just be a normal, hot-blooded male? And just beat off when your video is well, no, still no, no, going no. It's on. Not, I'm not horny. That's no, stalking. No, 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 no. Is that stalking? You call it stalking. I call it being a fan. <laughs> and where does the skirt come into play in this dream? After the Peloton session. <laughs> oh, man. It's a little weird. I understand. Wait, hold on. So you're telling me you wouldn't be curious. You just got done spending three or four sessions with a Peloton instructor. She's encouraging. You like her. She's cool. Now you want to get to know her. (laughs) (laughs) See, when Tony's justifying for you, maybe that should tell you. All right. So, yeah, that's from our Patreon show. You can pledge. $12 $12 or more a month and gain access to all of our shows. It's a little more looser, right? That show. It is. It is. It's a little more relaxed. It's a little more uh, insight into, into oh, yeah. your life. That's exactly what people want. <laughs> like, let me find out who I've been listening to for these last. I have to know about the skirt. Please tell me. <laughs> tell me about how much of a creep you are. Yeah. It's going to be called, uh, you know, the creep tier on Patreon. <laughs> Some of us pay good money to hear that shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. See, Raina likes it. She gets it. Some of us pay even more to actually get responses from you. That's true. And that that could be weird. Yeah, I know. That's just, that's called being a fan. See? See? Yeah. See, Raina and some of the ladies, they pine after you, Thomas, and your chubbiness. I mean, mean. are you, so does that mean that they're just like me? (laughs) We're all the same. Are you going to pay more to to get to communicate with your Peloton instructor? I don't know. I might. If it was an option. If she could talk she to me directly. A, she might have a Patreon. Yeah, I might. I might do it. Thanks. Thanks. I think you should Thanks, look Steve. it up. You're really redeeming yourself this show. <laughs> I just want to say. <laughs> he's working on it. Yeah. The whole um, time I'm sitting here thinking he's like Joe from you. <laughs> See, you're like, you got to be nice now because otherwise there's, you know, we haven't seen all of the studio. There might be a. God. That, that might be a door behind you that opens <laughs> up. The kill room. <laughs> soundproof and everything yeah so i received some hate mail from a movie director thomas oh really oh. yeah and i feel threatened <laughs> and i'm probably going to need someone to check up on me in a few weeks the guy was livid wait 
I'm serious. From what? Is this a famous director? And or is this from he that just did a movie with Ron Perlman and Frank Grillo? Whoa! Wait. Okay. Okay. So Whoa. Clint and I covered a western called Hell on the Border. It's a shitty movie yeah. in almost every way possible. Okay. Like, and this isn't me. You know how some people say of late that we've gotten a little more critical. I justify and balance that statement out with, hey, things are a lot shittier lately as well. Right. They have been. Well, this movie is just unjustifiable. It's just, it's awful. Okay. And even when something's awful, I still try to balance it out with some intelligence, you know, and say, well, I I break things down the right way Mm -hmm. because we are, we're critics. That's what we do in this network when it comes to our television and film breakdowns. And I take pride in that. I feel like we do some of the best work on this network. We understand the material and not just, well, it was really cool how he pulled his gun out and then he shot those guys right. and he did like a skydive and flipped a couple times. Like we do Black Widow trailer. You do thorough breakdowns. But this guy took it personal. Okay. Took it completely personal. Went a little uh, uh, ad hoc. He searched for ad me. Him. Oh. He searched for me and Ooh. he sent me a message. Oh, and said, normally I would never do this, which oh, is bullshit. That's a lie. That's a lie right he there, was, man. I'll tell you that right now. He was stalking you. I, I'm not racist, but like, that's the same statement. He says, I believe in the scripture. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, I believe in the scripture that says those that throw the first stone. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he's trying to say first off that I'm throwing a stone, but he's, right. he's taking this personal. I'm like, dude, I covered your shitty movie. That's what I did, bro. And you should be happy because I also bought your shit Blu-ray. So I'm a customer. I bought your shit Blu-ray and then I reviewed it so that 90,000 plus people can listen to it. It's a privilege. Whether we like your movie or not, it's a privilege that we're even reviewing it. And in my opinion, he broke the code. There's a, a creative slash critic code. Since the dawn of time. And yes, you can not like what someone says and you can get mad and you can even blast us if you want. All fair. But when you start threatening me and searching for me and finding out who I am personally, that's crossing a line. This was beyond like a Twitter handle. No, dude, this is him sending me an actual message, an email. Ooh. Yeah. He, that's so a he went bit more. He went digging and he, he brought up things from my past. <laughs> so he went yes. way deep. Yes. And I think a lot of it was just him trying to, I don't know, peacock a bit. I think he felt very insulted by my review, obviously. Right. But how bad did it get? Now, Thomas, if I had gone on social media mm-hmm. and tweeted him personally mm-hmm. and said, this dude sucks. Right. By all means, blast me. Well, because, yeah, because then you're attacking the person, even though it's Twitter. It would be trolling. I would be trolling. trolling him. It's trolling. I'm doing a review of your movie, a legitimate review. There's no there's no cause for threats. Right. There's no reason for it. Because all of our social interaction on that is usually just telling people to listen to the review. Right. Now, I have some clips here. Tell me if I went too far. I put okay. together a few key points from his review. Okay. okay. Tell me if. He should be mad. Okay. Here we go. If you can think it, 
It's in the movie. It's almost like a uh, what not to do. Yeah. For your film school. Yeah, what not to do for dummies is a new book that I think Wes Miller is going to write for <laughs> for film school rejects. How not to make a movie for dummies. Yeah. Yeah. Why did you say that? Why? No. Because even 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 by I'm not a writer by any stretch of the imagination, but even I think I could have pulled something off uh, a tad bit better. I think you have. I think you actually have on your iPhone a few times. You posted <laughs> those little 30 second clips to Instagram stories and Instagram like, oh, yeah, that's pretty entertaining. <laughs> those little videos are more entertaining than this movie. Wow. The shit within the center of a toilet paper square after you wipe your asshole is more entertaining than this movie. Wow. You come out stink like that. No, they didn't. It's like they shot and put everything they made in there. Like Wes Miller was like, would fell obviously fell in love with every single take, and he's all, you know what? Let's find a way to put every single take in this picture, because the editor Rowan Marr probably should be replaced. And this is a guy based on IMDb. It looks like he's worked with Wes Miller on a few other low budget projects, but Wes Miller's movie could have been that much better. Again not entirely great you can go from maybe a d what's below a d an f what's below an f is there anything below an f let's pretend there's let's pretend there's a grade below an f let's say an e right but that's why you pay to have frank grillo because there was just something in that whole entire dialogue exchange that's a classic grillo scene he did a fantastic job but unfortunately he couldn't rise above the shit script he couldn't do it in this movie he tried but between the shitty cinematography the awful editing the ill-timed score the laughable fight and stunt choreography it was just too distracting to even notice grillo's attempt to save the shit western there might have been even better moments than we're even talking about right now but because everything was done wrong became a distract a distraction everything was a distraction so you couldn't really pay attention to some of the performances because a the music was too loud the editing was off <laughs> despite the convoluted plot though and this attaches itself to or this is attached to the bass reeves character the one shining aspect and I say shining very, I mean, listen, in a pile of shit, wow. if you throw a dime on the top of that pile of shit and the sun is just above, just perfectly, you're going to see that dime shine and reflect. Okay? <laughs> oh, boy. But despite all the badness... There's this dime. <laughs> There's this dime. Yeah. I don't think I said anything insulting. Here's the thing. You said things that were definitely not favorable to the movie. Well, his movie wasn't favorable. Right. To but, my fucking soul. But it was nothing that was about... Him yeah. as a person. It was about the movie, how it was made. Things like the cinematog cinematography, the editing, the 
stunt work. And it makes me ask the question, has he listened to any of the ones like Brian and I have reviewed, like Hellboy? Because oh, he I've said way fucking worse He would probably commit things. suicide. I've said way, you've always been nicer than I have. Yeah. So. I try to balance out my criticism with some positives, but this movie just didn't have any positives. And I did find myself a little depressed the night afterwards, not mm-hmm. because I, I felt threatened. I kind of felt bad for the guys. Like, man, this dude, like, was that passionate enough? And took my words to heart that he had to send an email to me. If I was him and I was making 10 million plus films, I wouldn't give a fuck what I said. I'd be like, good. I'm glad you hate my movie. Guess what? I'm making another one next week. (laughs) That's how long it took. Like how (laughs) you, you hit, you hit a button on him. Mike. Oh yeah. Because he was his whole email. I'm not going to get into it completely. I'm going to talk about it on a weird West radio for Patreon, but like, he, he was justifying all like, his decisions. Everything. He, I'm like, dude, you're dude, that's a rookie move. He's justifying his movie choices. You never do that to me in a message. But while he's insulting me at the same time, saying that I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm like, dude, that's you, stuff you learned in film school. You never came to the teacher and said, yeah, you gave me an F, but here's why I did all these bad decisions. That never is a tactic for your defense. I wonder if any other critic or review may have given it's him not, a, so that's what i was wondering yeah. too like mike could not have been the only one that yeah. he singled yeah, out yeah, exactly. steve open up Rotten tomatoes right now and he, search hell on the border and read some of those negative reviews uh, oh I, well I'm, and has he responded to those negative reviews uh, well that's I'm what wondering, i'm wondering is he going after everyone I, look as a creative everybody in this room has done something creative at some point and put it out into the world and when right. you do that you you risk what the audience or whomever the audience maybe, is. Maybe he had a bad day. Maybe. But Mike <laughs> in this situation is yeah. the voice of the customer. And what the customer is telling exactly. you is you made a flaming turd. Not yeah. good. <laughs> He's just, Mike was just pointing out the obvious. Now, I feel bad because I was on IMDb as Mike was, was sharing that. And I'm looking. And this poor bastard had 26 producers on this film. So what? how many, what? How many different? Yes, 26 producers. And I'm sitting here looking at all these names. And they're nobody any of us have ever heard of. But 26 producers, that means you have 26 fucking opinions telling you what you should do with your movie at all times. Plus what he wants to do. It's a train wreck from the get-go. Well, okay, so Steve, you bring up something <laughs> amazing. Okay, so he tells me that I'm wrong about everything, and he justifies sequences. But then he ends the message by saying, I didn't have Final Cut. There's, this is definitely not the oh. movie. This is definitely not the movie I would oh, have done on wow. my own. 26 So this, he validates. He validates everything I just said yeah. with that final statement. Wow. <laughs> well, also... He's an idiot. If you're a new director and you didn't get the final cut of what you wanted and you've only got, according to IMDb, three things, including this, beneath your belt, are you, is this, it's a question I ask a lot for various different reasons, is this really the cross you want to die on? No. No. Is this really where you're going to make your stand? This was my, you know, godfather. This was my... Your opus. Opus. You know, no, it's clearly not. So why do you care? He was upset about a lot of things. And I think I, I think I put the mirror in front of him because he mentioned specifically that I mentioned his mother. Oh, <laughs> oh. Uh, well, and, you, uh, you and, get personal. Well, I, but I did. But I didn't mention his mother in a negative way. It was remember that whole shtick I, I, I go with on this show that you're too good of a parent when. When you tell your kid 
they can do something, but they oh, can't. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. I said, and I'm just going to paraphrase. I said, you know, this goes back to those parents that are just too good. His mother was just too good of a mother. And instead of telling little Wes that he should have been a plumber, she said, go ahead and be a filmmaker. And I just don't think he has the talent to be that. He should have been a plumber. That's what I said. The reviews on IMDb mm. are like one out of a 10, three out of 10. And yeah, I'm not alone. No, you're not. <laughs> wow. It's not like he, you know, heard something fresh and new. Maybe my snark was just unbearable for his small penis and his low self-esteem. <laughs> He's a black dude. He's got well, a huge dong. Well, yeah, well, obviously, my snark is bigger than a black dick. <laughs> What's the reference point for that? My snark game's on point. Like I, People can't take it, Thomas. Okay. This is proof right here. Clearly. That's funny. <laughs> like, are, you, are you increasing the security measures? Yeah. <laughs> got VPN and all that. Shit. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Internet security measures. We're gonna get. We're gonna get. Was it DDoS or whatever the hell? I just he, couldn't believe it. I was like, "Holy shit!" First, I thought he was sending me a mess. As soon as I saw his name, I was like, like "Oh shit, <laughs> this is cool!" And then I was reading it, and I was like, <laughs> laughing. Then I felt threatened. Then I felt bad, and that's how it ended. I actually felt bad for him. I was like, "Wow, dude." You just did a movie with Ron Perlman and Frank Grillo. Who this gives is what you a shit? Your time doing. You should be emailing them holiday gift cards or <laughs> or COVID nineteen stay well cards so you can right. keep that relationship going with Ron Perlman. You should and be Frank working on Grillo. the next thing already yeah. with them. Yeah. No, they're going. Don't don't call me. Well, yeah. probably. <laughs> I just saw this reviews. movie, bro. Well, dude, Frank Grillo's dope. Like that guy is the best thing of the Purge films. The last two. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is he is awesome. I I, I really. I'm a big fan of his work. And here's the other thing, too. If you have Frank Grillo and Ron Perlman and it's still a shit movie, exactly it wasn't exactly what them. I said. That's exactly it, what I said. It wasn't fucking them, dude. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. So fuck Wes Miller. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Watch your back. What's he going to do? He, Please don't make another shit movie, bro. Please. Then who's Whatever the real do, winner? Put a gun to my head, but please don't make another <laughs> shitty movie. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So we should probably move into news. I don't know if you're ready to go. Give get because I'm not. Give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Those are that's. You never go for justification with somebody. You the best way is to just walk away. It's it's difficult, but we think we've learned from anything from social media, Facebook rants, and Twitter. Don't engage. Isn't, that's going to make it a fucking Even as a filmmaker, thing. just responding to any review is sort of like taboo almost. It's just something you don't. It, yeah, yeah. You just don't do it. The critics are going to say what they're going to say. Yeah. And your job is already over. So it's time to move on to the next. Your thing. job is to make movies. Yeah. And the academic critic circles, their job is to review your work. That's how it is. And, it's and you're going to get the criticism. good reviews. And, and if you don't understand that, then you probably shouldn't be creating anything but the thing for is, the public. Only by criticism do we get better. It's when we're told he, we always did such that. a great job forever that you end up sucking. He wrote that in his email, but then said, I don't know anything. So it doesn't matter. All right. Well, yeah, I was like, uh, okay, bro. Okay. Yeah, I don't know anything. Why are you writing me then? <laughs> exactly. Did you tell me that he should screen his next movie to a small audience to get feedback and then course Your family's only so big. 
<laughs> Home movies they just aren't what they used to be. Touche. And that's why I'm usually the meaner one. I haven't even seen this thing, and I'll go for it. I don't even Dude, care. I told Bob about it today, and he got mad. You know how Bob is. He's ready to fight someone immediately. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he got angry, had his entire IMDb page. up. <laughs> so fuck this guy. Yeah, I bet Bob knows where he lives now. Probably. Oh. From Bob's private eye lessons recently, he knows where this guy lives, where his mom lives. Like, and now yeah, our everything. audience will be looking for this guy. Oh, Jesus. That's not what we want, Tony. Well, that's... Uh... Come on, Tony. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> yeah, come on. I'm come... making a joke about Bob's prowess lately, and Tony's like, then we're going to find him. And I'm like, whoa, okay. <laughs> we're going to have a real lynching on our hands here. Oh, Jesus. oh wait a second. Oh, oh, yeah. I, I take that part back. Oh, I, I did not shit. think about what I said. <laughs> wow. Now he has reason now to send he has you. a reason to send you another email. No, he's just going to hack Mike's computer and dump all of his nasty secrets on his mom's doorstep. <laughs> oh, fuck. I lit the fuse <laughs> to the house you're in <laughs> that's committing arson where you live. <laughs> the hosts of the Rain Man show express their frustration through the method of satire and only wish to draw attention to the stupid actions of so many within our modern society. The use of racial slurs, offensive speech, and overly condescending attitudes of superiority are simply the tools which are used to display the non-justifiable actions of stupid individuals. Sorry, not sorry. All right, Steve. Is reporting man's work from home blunder as everyone can see X rated content on his laptop. See, it That's does happen. <sighs> a hilariously awkward email exchange between two colleagues has gone viral on social media, but it's not quite what it seems. With a number of countries still on lockdown due to the coronavirus pandemic, many people are currently working from home. Undoubtedly, this means many will take advantage of the opportunity to stay in bed all day or wear hoodies to work every day. But one man decided to do something a bit more X-rated while out of the office. The man, <laughs> known only as Callum, appeared to suffer a rather embarrassing work-from-home blunder after a colleague informed him they could see all what was going on his laptop screen. And it turned out that in between doing his regular tasks... Callum had been watching porn. A screenshot of an email. <laughs> so casual. Oh so my casual. God. A screenshot of an email sent to him about the incident was shared on Reddit. It was posted by a user known as Cheesy Wheelchair, who said, quote, work is definitely the right time. Email sent by a man named Gary is surprising, though, as it doesn't criticize Callum for not working, but instead provides some helpful advice. Gary wrote, morning, Callum. Hope you're feeling better. Can see you're logged in via remote access. Your screen here is visible, and we can all see you watching porn in between inquiries. Wow. <laughs> see, that's separate computer. Rookie mistake. Yeah. Oh, you have a phone these days. What are you, an animal? He, he goes on. If you go to the top <laughs> of the screen, there is a menu bar. One of the icons will have a black screen option. If you click on this, it will blank out your office machines. So you can work, continue to, to work in private. 
Wow. The post went viral, garnering more than 35,000 upvotes and over 350 comments. <laughs> oh, you imagine. I'm amazed you didn't get fired. Like, that sounds like the best place to work. If you can get caught with that and like, hey, just so you know, not telling them to not do it. Just saying, hey, make sure, you know, use privacy tabs and shit. That's a pretty. Or maybe not surf porn on your. Well, of, yeah, why you're working too? One. Like, what, like, what if you're a deviant and apparently addicted to? Porn? Maybe he has a sex addiction. I mean, you do get. I mean, a guy does get horny randomly at the most oddest maybe times. Maybe it's a public thing where it's like a turn on that he might that he's watching that oh. while other people are in the conference room. Like reverse valuarism, exhibitionism. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there you go. There you yeah. go. All right. What else does it say? Anything else? That was it. All right. What else do we have Man, in the news? I like how that's the news. Man found jerking off. Hey, right. research. <laughs> the Metro out of the UK is reporting a family given 80-year-old woman's body instead of 20-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> a hospital is an easy mistake to make. <laughs> a hospital in China has apologized after a mix-up. There's just so <laughs> many bodies. You know. It'd be funny if it was supposed to be like a black Dude, but it's and a it was Chinese like a woman. Asian woman. It's like, a wait a second, China. it's a, it's in China. You know, what do you expect? It was a China. Yeah, it was in China. Oh. What do you expect? Hospital in China has apologized after <laughs> you expect Corona. After a mix-up in the morgue, saw two grieving families given the wrong bodies. Now they all look alike. There's so, there's so many bodies. Sixty yeah. years difference. But there's so many these days. Yeah, there's so many. It's understandable. She didn't have a dick. Yeah. Who's looking there first? Raina. Things would be the first thing you look at, Raina. Not the genitals. Okay, let me retract then. She had tits. That's valid. Yeah, yeah that is valid. Uh, yeah. Can't argue. We were yeah. all like, uh, we're like, yeah. yeah. I, like, I like how if Raina was a medical yeah. examiner, she's like, all right, let's see this man's penis. That's the first thing. <laughs> Yep, it's a man. Just, just but like, if it were us, you know, I, I got to check out this China, person's rack. So it would be questionable. <laughs> Let's check out this person's rack. <laughs> was it? The, the error was discovered when one of the families who thought they had been handed the body of the 21-year-old male relative instead found the corpse of an 80-year-old woman. The old woman's family had come to claim her body two weeks earlier, but were apparently unaware the body had been buried belonged to a young man. So they didn't check their body either. Well, what do you do? Like unzip the body bag? I'm like, yep, that's him. They typically ask next of kin to identify the body. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to I mean, to. I very rarely check my Wendy's order. You know, like what? <laughs> how many times does that get fucked up? <laughs> well, that's why I bring it up. They fucking why you they screwed things. me over on chicken nuggets last week. This isn't an eighty-year-old Chinese woman in here. Oh my god! That's why you check. The dead man's uncle Chang Yahang told <laughs> that's uh, it told local media the morgue in Hebei Province charged <laughs> ninety-six hundred RMB, which is eleven hundred pounds, to hold the corpse until the funeral was ready to be held. I like how Steve just goes with the names. Like, that's that's the way to do it. Like, Andrew never learned that. Yeah. To this day. He, I'll just he make just, him up. Yeah. Andrew just, would have been like, he you just die. You just say it like you know it and just don't even question it. He put question marks at the end of all the words Chang he didn't know. Yahong? Bill Maher? Mayor? <laughs> Bill Maher? Steve, Steve just goes with it. No, admit. Act as if. Act as if that's right. Maher. Maher? Oh, rage. <laughs> Reporting. <laughs> the 
gift that keeps giving. <laughs> he can quit the show, but... Uh, all right, go ahead. He said he died in a traffic accident on the 15th of March and was kept in the morgue at Chen Yang's People's Hospital for more than 20 days. Yesterday, April 8th, we went to the morgue to receive his body, but we were given someone else's corpse. That's when we contacted the police. In the end, we discovered that his corpse had been released to a family in the town of Matau on 25th of March. They buried him on the 27th of March. It had already been 13 days. Mr. Yeah. Chang. I'm really hoping that's a coronavirus complication because otherwise it means this kid died. And they're like, yeah, we'll get around to it. Three weeks later, the family shows up. You know, you. Wow. You know, I know that the coronavirus is an event that possibly many didn't see coming, right? Right. But Most. You finally see just how inadequate people are at pretty much everything they do. The government, not capable. You can't even give people the right bodies. You would think that would be foremost on your mind. Like, let me make sure, let me be sensitive here. A lot of people are dying. Let me make sure this family here at least gets the right body. But, But what we've seen with coronavirus is that the world is inept. The oh, world, yeah. the yeah. world, Thomas. Yeah. Eight out of ten people. Not nine out of ten people. Yeah. What else do we have in the news, Steve? Uh, CNBC is reporting Sweden resisted a lockdown. Hold on, browser refreshing. I don't know why. <laughs> Bad internet. <laughs> yeah, the page just disappeared. No shit. Wow. Hold on. Technical difficulties. I think the internet, yeah. Did it just shit out? It worked for me. Hold on, it's loading, it's loading. CNBC. Sweden resisted a lockdown, and its capital, Stockholm, is expected to reach herd immunity in weeks. Hmm. Its neighborhoods closed borders, schools, bars, and businesses. As the coronavirus pandemic swept through Europe, but Sweden went against the grain by keeping public life as unrestricted as possible. The strategy aimed at allowing some exposure to the virus in order to build immunity among the general population while protecting high-risk groups like the elderly has been controversial. Some health experts liken it to playing Russian roulette with public health, but now the country's chief epidemiologist said the strategy appears to be working and that the herd immunity could be reached in the capital Stockholm in a matter of weeks. Dude. (laughs) Okay, so... I need to move. Okay, so this is where... This is why we need more study and why when people speak so definitive about coronavirus, I just kind of shrug. I'm like, well, we don't really know anything. And this was a controversial move. A lot of the world leaders were like, hmm, foul ball, Sweden. Like, you should be doing a lockdown. Now, yes, they did do social distancing. They pushed the whole wash your hands, stay away from people, all of that. But they didn't shut down their business. And now there's an argument that can be made that are we possibly doing the wrong thing? We shut down our government in hopes to stop something, which, yes, I, I, listen, only history will will tell us if the decisions we made now were the right decisions. However, they did what I've been thinking this whole entire entire time in my mind, like, wouldn't it make sense? I've had this conversation with my mother and my grandmother because they're both old and they have underlying issues. Like, why are we isolating the entire world? 
like I understand we don't know who is affected necessarily, but shouldn't we try to isolate those that are affected and let the general population continue to work, but protect the ones that are at risk that we at least think are at risk, the old people, uh, possibly children, uh, anybody with immune issues. And that way we can continue with our day's life. That's what Sweden did. Sweden locked away the people that are, are at risk and lock away sounds harsh, but I mean, they isolated those isolated individuals. And quarantined. Right. They quarantined the people that they knew for a fact were going to drop down dead. And now because of it, their country can move on and they created an, an immunity to it. Whereas we here are now the bubble children. Yeah. And we're not developing an immunity to it. And now we're going to be sitting in quarantine longer because if we do get it, we could die and get sick because we're not developing the immunity that we need. Again, I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. But the things that I've read from CNBC, NBC, uh, various CBS news sites, they're all saying the same thing in terms of this hurting thing, the immunity, that there is an argument to be made about going out there and actually getting germy. Well, not only is there an argument, there's always been an argument to be made about that concept. But I find it fascinating that countries that you that seem to be progressive, have their shit together, decent infrastructure and less just media destroying themselves from the inside, like South Korea and Sweden and a lot of these other countries do surprisingly well with things. There, It says in this article they're going from testing around 20,000 people a week to hoping they get that up to 100,000 in a few weeks' time. Meanwhile, in America, yeah. put Lysol up your ass. Right. See if that does the trick. Well, we, we're supposed to be the epicenter of intellectualism. Turns out we were the gaping nope. anus. And yet we're the joke. We're the ones that don't know what we're doing. And it's not. And yes, Donald Trump is the leader of this mess, but it's everything. These problems and this, these issues have been here long before him. We, we can't, we can't work together. We don't know what we're doing. I mean, New York's doing a good job. Cuomo's doing a fantastic job. He's a great leader because he's keeping his state in line with all the other towns. If we can do that at a grander scale, but the thing is, is that we're all wanting to do our own thing. And that's the, that's the end result of being a Republic and having the power on other state individual States. And I can get behind that. I I'm a libertarian for the most part, not completely. Mm-hmm. But I believe that States should have their individual power, but because of that, we're not mandating things. We're not communicating. We're not doing the same things across the board what we're having is a bunch of broken systems trying to do their own thing. We have Georgia opening up this week. We have this state doing that. We have that state doing this. We need to all be on the same fucking page. Even if it's just for six weeks or two fucking months, if it's hurting you, getting to the herd mentality, having the immunity, what's it called? Herding? Herd, herd immunity. Herd immunity. Or, or all staying in lockdown. Let's just have one definitive fucking voice. So we can get through this and be educated on what's happening. Because I talked to my dad. He says one thing here over here. I talked to my mother. She heard one thing over here. I talked to my buddy. He heard another thing. It's all different messages from all yeah. over the fucking place. So, so what you're saying or, or suggesting, Michael, is that we should have a United States? Exactly. <laughs> Impossible. Yeah, and then we have... I don't know if I want to. I don't know if I felt your your exasperation right there. And I don't know if I want to get into this because 
I find myself justifying for Trump, but then I find myself wanting to throw the microphone he's talking in to at his head. <laughs> because at first I was on his side about the whole Lysol thing. Cause he never once said to inject disinfectants. He never said to inhale Lysol. And I was upset because the media just wants to do gotcha pieces on Trump. Gotcha. We're going to take that headline, those two or three sentences, put it together. And then don't worry about the headline. The headline will be misleading, but then we'll tell the truth inside. Meanwhile, we have tons of people making memes because they didn't read the article. And they're all suggesting that Trump said something. First off, Trump. Trump needs to get on a fucking teleprompter. I know he's against them. He needs needs to quit musing on fucking live news. Well, what do you think? You think maybe we can test light and maybe find a way to put light into people's bodies and and then uh, possibly um, uh, find a way to possibly inject disinfectants because disinfectants work. But maybe we can find he's looking at the doctor. (laughs) Quit having a meeting on national fucking television, bro. What you're doing isn't wrong if the camera was off. What you're doing is getting morons to listen to you. That's the problem because you can't trust that those people are intelligent enough to decipher and interpret what he's saying. Right. Did he say those things to inject it? No, he did not. But there are idiots out there. Brian, of all people, sent me a bunch of messages. Yeah. <laughs> did he send you those too? No. Okay. He, he sent knows me, not to talk to me. He about sent that. me medical stuff that people are calling asking about disinfectants because he works in a, right. in a in doctor's office. They're asking. They're fucking asking Thomas yep. if they should inject disinfectants. I now, tell him, yeah. Is it a rib? Is it a joke? Are they trying to smear Trump? Who I don't know. Go for it. See what happens. We, we all know people are idiots. Look at the people who took the chloroquine. There, there were three states, Mike, that that had over combined over a hundred total cases of poison control, where it wasn't people but, calling but, and asking; like they actually had to send people. But at the same time, it's ridiculous. Shouldn't natural the selection kind of do its thing? I, okay. Yes. See, evolution. I, well, Let evolution on. do it. See, I, I know we, I'm a bastard. We can joke that, and you and I. We can all say that at a certain point, you can't but if say I everyone. was the president of the United States. I can't have that mentality. I have no. to know no, you're right. And I have to know that the that. IQ in this country is, is not high for the most part. I and completely that, agree. And then, okay. So, but I still justified for him because I feel like that. <laughs> yeah. I feel like the media is just putting out pieces that are inaccurate. When he said that right. it's, it's a gross negligence of journalism. It made me angry because let's say you don't like that. Trump was musing. Okay, that he's like having a meeting on national television. Let's say you can argue, you can definitely argue that. Okay, right. But then you, as the media, why are you then copy and pasting his numbskull things and headlines? You have just as little responsibility for the shit you do as he's currently acting with, because you're just as irresponsible. The media should not be amplifying the fucking circus. I I completely agree that he should not be saying that, and he needs to think with a little bit more responsibility. I completely agree he that the media and is <laughs> fucking responsible for all the shitstorms we are in. Always, they're always somehow. When there's a camera, he just loves. But at to the talk. same time, yeah. we can't necessarily 
you're not if the people are going to do those things, you're not going to save everyone. They're going to do something stupid. It's like that guy who that couple we read about on the news here a couple of weeks ago where the guy thought they might have it, him and his that wife, was the and so he killed her yeah. and then himself. You didn't even wait for the test results to come back, dude. Yeah. I What the fuck? I just think I understand Trump likes to have the 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 persona of transparency and casualness. He yes. wants to be a regular mm-hmm. man, so he doesn't yeah, want to be on a teleprompter. But exactly. every time you open your mouth, Trump, <laughs> you sound like an idiot. And maybe you're yeah. not an idiot. Maybe he's smart. He, he got, he got, help, he he got to the White himself. House somehow. He can't help himself. But he needs to be on a teleprompter. His speech patterns, his word choice, it's, it's, it's asinine. Mm-hmm. He can't, get out of his, he can't get out of his own way. That's what it is. Maybe he can write a better movie than Wes Miller. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. And listen, I don't, I honestly don't feel like Trump is a horrible president. I don't. But I think his branding and his social media game it's fucking bullshit. Yeah. I'm like, dude, we're in the, we're in a state of of panic in this country, and you're talking about ratings. <laughs> no one's tuning in to your news conferences because you're awesome and great. It's yeah. because we're looking for information, and yet you're on social media bragging about your fucking ratings. He's... It's it, this isn't it, what president talks about fucking ratings. This first ever social media born president. One who's looking had, to uh, maybe set up a TV show when he's done. We, we had 50 years of his crazy behavior to look back on to predict future behavior and no one looked at it. This has been going on for 50 years. He makes me, he gets frustrated. He just frustrates me because I don't oppose his administration. I don't, right. I'm not against all of it. It's just these things, the front of it is embarrassing. Yeah. It's embarrassing. And then he goes back, which makes it worse because I justified for him when it comes to the whole uh, musing on, you know, talking his meeting. Right. But then he the next day, he says that he was being sarcastic. So he worsened it. How does he not know what sarcasm is? No, 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 no. no. I love when that was what people said or what he said. He said how that works. Why did he justify? He should have said, hey, I'm doing exactly. He was. He should just say. What he was actually doing, which was having a meeting on live television asking questions. But then he says it was sarcastic. Does this sound like sarcasm to you? Supposing we hit the body with a tremendous, uh, whether it's ultraviolet or just very powerful light. And I think you said that hasn't been checked, but you're going to test it. And then I said, supposing you brought the light inside the body, you can, which you can do either through the skin or uh, in some other way. And I think you said you're going to test that too. Sounds interesting. See, if he was having, I don't have a problem with him saying this. If he was in a meeting, if he was in in a meeting with a scientist, with his, with his group, his decision makers, this is a legitimate question. Hey, disinfectants work. Light works. Is there a way that we can actually, you know, combine these things and and, and make it work within the human body without killing us? These are legitimate questions. But how is this sarcasm? Right, and then I see the disinfectant where it knocks it out in a minute, one minute. And is there a way we can do something like that uh, by injection inside or, or 
almost a cleaning because you see it gets in the lungs and it. Does that sound like sarcasm to you, Thomas? No, it's not sarcasm. Definitely not sarcasm. An eight-year-old knows that disinfectant is not something you put in your body, man. And what frustrates me is that he's picked people like Fauci and Burks who have their professionals in their own right and, and they have a career and a history and they're not calling him out on his shit. That should be happening. Yeah. Well, what's, well, what do they do? Like they can't get on live television. Sure they can. If you can get on they live need television, to do it. They need to do it behind closed doors. You have to have some type of control in this country. Is that really what we want though? Is scientists and doctors now on live television fighting the president of the United States? That is dangerous territory. We just I don't we, disagree with you there. But we just can't have that. These scientists should be having these conversations with them yeah. behind closed doors behind saying, closed listen, doors. you cannot do these things. You cannot ask questions like this on live fucking television. And he needs to carry some fucking responsibility of the office. He just needs to get up things. there for five minutes and say, this is where we're at. This is what we're doing. Updates this is how the country is moving forward. Boom. I'm done. Teleprompter. Thank you. I'm out. Let me go fuck my hot wife. Because if I was Donald Trump, that's all I would be doing. <laughs> you think she Melania, do you have corona? No, come here. I don't think she gives him the puss anymore. The look on her face. She's just angry. Yeah, all the time. Well, look who she's fucking. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't you be angry? She thought she got the golden meal ticket. You know, being an immigrant from Russia. She's She thought she had it made. She found a rich the white American dude. The American dream. She thought this was the yeah. American dream. And, she, and then this dude had to run for president and ruin her fucking life. <laughs> and he did. All right, Steve, take us away. In lighter news... New York Post here is reporting Ashley Madison says cyber affairs have surged under the coronavirus quarantine. All right. Now that's what I'm talking about. That's right. <laughs> this is what this is what's life. Amen. This is what life is about. There Amen. we go. I knew I could spit it out eventually. Sneaking around. Yeah. Well, New York Post is still loading. Here we go. Cyber affairs are thriving during the coronavirus pandemic as people in sexless marriages are quarantined at home with their spouses. Married couples locked inside together in desperate need of satisfaction. What about sexless, sexless non-relationships? Is that a thing? Can I get on Ashley Madison anyways and pretend I'm in a relationship? <laughs> yeah. can, I, can I pretend? Why like, I, you know, I've been in a relationship for 30 years. Oh, wait, hold on. How, how, how old me, are you now? Let me, let me, that's going to date me too much. Um, <laughs> how old am I? Okay, 20 years. Let's say, you know, I've been in a relationship for 20 years. Uh, like I have to do math for you again? Yeah, well, you, you know. You don't necessarily have to be in the relationship. You can woo the female that's already in Okay, it. so there's not stipulations like that. You can actually be a, the single person. I think you, so. You can be I the, don't think when you're cheating, there's rules. So you can be the asshole right. that destroys the relationship. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, sure. Oh, I can be that guy. I can be the Francisco, the pool cleaner. You can be the pool cleaner. There you I go. Can, I can do that. You want that green card, right? Sancho. Yeah. There you go. I'll clean your pool. There you go. Come here. That sounded creepy. Come here. (laughs) Married couples locked inside together in desperate need of satisfaction. I like how all the things I've said on this show, and that's creepy. Yep. When you actually tried, (laughs) is when it got creepy. Sorry. Go ahead, Steve. (laughs) They've been seeking cyber sex in troves, Michael. According to a new report released by Ashley Madison, a website aimed for cheating spouses. Ashley Madison has added 17,000. Did that person 000- mean droves? They did, but they spelled God droves. damn it. I fucking hate this world. I don't know how to spell. Fuck it. I'm a writer. 
Well, technically, spell check wouldn't have caught it. Maybe Wes Miller wrote this. (laughs) (laughs) Ashley Madison has added 17,000 new members a day in the (laughs) Jesus. How much? 17K a day. I love your delivery on that. (laughs) It was fucking perfect. I I hate this bitch. Like... What's that, my bitch? Jeez, seventeen thousand a day. Well, hold on. That's compared to fifteen five new members a day in twenty nineteen. Just get a divorce. That's insane. Miserable. That would make too much sense. At some point, you'd crunch the numbers. Like you'd have the whole planet on this motherfucker. Kill your wife with some chloroquine or something. (laughs) Oh my god. Tell her she has coronavirus. Wow. Honey, that's <laughs> That's why you have to stay in here in this room alone, hey, locked away. Here, come here. Uh, um, I bought this tanning bed. Uh, Trump said that UV lights will kill oh the coronavirus. Just, I'm going to put you under for about uh, 70 minutes. <laughs> 70, right? Yeah, that'll work. Coronavirus free, honey. And just to make sure, eh, go ahead and have some of this chloroquine here. Go ahead, drink up. Just <laughs> lock this padlock on here. Make sure it doesn't open up on its own. <laughs> and then I might inject you with some Lysol. Don't worry. We're going to make sure you're healthy. (laughs) Trump said so. (laughs) Go ahead. We've spoken to members and they're saying they're using the site as a release valve for the tension that's built up at home during the pandemic. I need a release valve. (laughs) Paul Keeble, the chief strategy officer of (laughs) Ashley Madison, said in an interview with VentureBeat, they're looking to have needs met that aren't being met at home. Hmm. Some people want to chat with someone other than their spouse, while others are seeking emotional validation or the fantasy of pursuing a secret sex life, the study said. How can you be at home? <laughs> Unless your wife or husband is just a beast and completely have let themselves go. How are you at home, bored to death, and not just having sex? I, I don't understand that. Well, it sounds like there was underlying issues. Yeah, but still, with. like, have some sex. There's nothing else to do. So, just like... Lunch and eating dinner is a necessity. Sex. Just do it. You might actually end up liking each other again. Go ahead. <laughs> this is blowing my mind. I cannot believe this shit. Yeah, Raina, see, she's having sex. The website even has a new tagline during the crisis. God, Come life on. is short. Have an affair. Yeah. <laughs> no effort put into that one. Life is short. Fuck. <laughs> I like that, too. Oh, God. In the most recent study, the site found 30% of its female users are having cyber sex with their affair partners and 14% of its male users are having virtual sex with theirs. If you're choosing, okay, if I'm in a relationship with said female, let's say, and she's choosing cyber sex over a real dick, I mean, Mm -hmm. just fucking end my life. Like, listen, honey, you want to divorce me? Tell me and then take this knife and slit my wrist and my throat and cut my cock off because I I have no reason to live. If you're cheating on me and you hate me that bad and you're actually trying to have cyber sex. Not even real sex. Not even, thank you. Not even real sex. That's my point. That's my point, Thomas. (laughs) It's fucking embarrassing. Thank you. Embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, that one hit close to home. Yeah, I think. That triggered. That was a trigger. Oh, my God. We triggered something. So stupid. Radio has changed our lives.
Thank you for listening to The Rain Man Show with your host, Michael Flores, with hosts Thomas Cowley, Tony Sabal, and Andrew Spindler. Produced by Michael Flores and Bobby Doherty. The Rain Man Show is a Cazador Productions and Rain Man Digital Broadcast production. For all things Rain Man Show, go to rainmandigitalmedia.com. Yo, 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 it's America's Most Wanted with yours truly, Tony G. And I am here, well, otherwise known as the Rain Man Post Show, and I am here with my homies and my homettes. I am with Tomas, I am with Steve, and I am with Raina. You know, in all honesty, <laughs> in all honesty, Thomas, I think we should, probably should uh, retitle the show "What's Eating Michael Flores?" Because we <laughs> we uh, we really found out something that one that uh, a filmmaker, I air quotes, well, yeah, is uh, stalking stalking our hero Michael. You know, like and uh, and that uh, just makes me laugh. And we hit so many triggers on Michael. I am beginning to be really concerned about him. You think quarantine's getting to him? His life maybe. is already quarantined. Maybe, maybe. You could ask him yourself. Yeah, maybe, but, but, but he could get out of the house and like go to the gym and like. He doesn't like people, so it wasn't like a need. For but that. we, but we said it, you know, like in the in the in the main show that you know, like one of the big rules as a filmmaker is that you don't really respond. To the criticism directly, or I was you know, I know there's been stories. There's been stories of filmmakers that have wanted to like literally kill like, film reviewers. You, it's it's the sign of a bad filmmaker. Yeah. is like his, not even like my opinion, but like historically, you bowl from the terrible House of Wax and Alone in the Dark, or I think House of Wax, at least Alone in the Dark, mm-hmm. shitty film, and all the crap he's done. He's one of those people who like attacked critics and hasn't done anything since then. Yeah. If you lash out, here's the thing. Filmmaking is a very, very complicated and difficult process. With Some a filmmakers hands. take it personally. There's a thousand hands yeah. in it. At a certain point, you have to just let it go. And I know I'm, you know, my own things that I've made for work, I get pissed off at people who put their metaphorical dick in the pie and fuck everything up. There's always <laughs> that person. You kind of eventually have to just you know, say, fuck it, it's done, it's out the door, and move on to the next project. And to be somebody who goes like this angry and vitriolic, that, that's, that's an angry YouTube. That is film school level bad behavior, you just things you should you grow just, out of. You just don't do that, really. No. I mean, because you're always going to get some sort of negative criticism. The, the thing that really, you, you know. You never like, make everyone happy. The Godfather has at least one negative review out I there. I can't imagine what would happen if instead of Michael reviewing this film, if you or Brian oh. Reviewed the film. Dude, Brian and I have had, if anybody who's listened to Critique Revolve, the most hateful, like, mean as fuck things to say about movies. Like, Hellboy is a great example from last year of us just shitting on a movie for almost as long as the movie was. I, I Yeah, I still haven't brought myself to watch it. Dude, it's because it's terrible. Okay. It's diarrhea on a plate. Okay. It's served up to you and charged $15. <laughs> okay. And right there, I'm already meaner than a lot of the stuff yeah. that... You know, Mike puts in effort to try and be neutral, and and I find that I tend to have your reviews. I are, love this thing, and I'll suck its dick, or I hate this thing, and it deserves to die. Your in fire. reviews, that's, like, you, that's me. Yeah, your reviews, you and Brian, you really just like 
cut to the core. But that's, he, that's, Michael is just that's more who I cons- am. Like, constructive. But he, yeah, he tries to find goodness yeah. in anything he that he reviews. He you can find something about yeah. it. And he said that with, like, the acting and things like that. I like, so what for this Steve, guy, I like what Steve also mentioned, you know, like, the guy's been through, what, 26 producers? That was on, but just on that film, there was 26 producers. That's crazy. It, you can't even, you know, think about any film that has three or four. They're going to have, especially how much, everything. yeah, and how much they've maybe financed it. You're going to have some opinions. But when you have 26, that means you probably had a bitch of a time financing it, and you were taking money from Everyone. every single person that you meet knew. Expectations. I, I right. just, I just think that, that the rate that this is happening to Michael, especially this, and his frustrations with Trump, <laughs> and you know, like, uh, like he's going to need some serious therapy after well, a while. Again, go once, to Patreon once they, were, once, for... they were, once they lift the quarantine. You know, like, uh, there are going to be a lot of people looking for therapy. Again, go to Patreon. You'll hear about the dream with the dress incident. Mm. And that should tell us that things things are troubling <laughs> at times. Well, he could sign up for an Ashley Madison account right now. He could. And that could be some self-medication, I think. Cyberpuss. Steve read my mind. Yeah. He needs he needs an outlet. Yeah. You can get those those dildos and, and, and male toys that, that sync and, and yeah. cook, hook them up to the Wi-Fi, and then you could come with her. Cyber, Virtually yeah. bang. That, Virtually that is, could be a technological disaster. Like <laughs> if, like, like all of a sudden you lose the internet in well, mid-stroke. Especially right now, everyone's drawing bandwidth. What if your connection <laughs> yeah. blue balls you? No, I mean, yeah, oh, you know, like, uh, like what happens? He might all kill this, everyone. I mean, what happens if, like, in some wild uh, fantasy, if he's in the middle of something and then Skynet kicks in? And decides yes. to just basically and hijacks your vibrating device. And the vibrating device all of a sudden becomes self aware. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not so, nuclear weapons or security secrets. You're, you're, you're your vibrating. pocket pussy is what's getting Yeah, the pocket pussy in. becomes like hashtag me too, and all of a sudden. What? Next and it bites my dick off? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Skynet oh will happen. I mean, at the rate, come on, let's think about it. Let's think about it as I don't logical. Think thought about it. What you, you know, like so the way. No one wants to rate, think about that, Tony. At the rate of everything going as it is to shit, the entire world of quarantine and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, we're only like in this for about a couple months. We're not even halfway through the year. I'm expecting Skynet, or I'm expecting a meteor to hit the planet. I am expecting something to happen well, that's yeah. going like, to make us forget about COVID-19. We had it drop today, and nobody paid attention to it. The Pentagon and the Navy confirmed UFOs officially, yes. and it just went that under the radar. That is a good call. I mean, I mean yeah. more what? often, yeah. more okay. often <laughs> you know, the Pentagon and like the military have been releasing a lot more of these videos of UFOs. Well, it got leaked a few months, or last year it got leaked uh, of all these videos, and they just officially the released it. They officially released it today and said, yeah, we got UFOs, yeah. and that's the small bit of today. I'll tell, you what, I'll tell you what, this is... Are we really surprised, though? No, not at no. all. No, no, <laughs> I'm surprised I, I, they owned I, up I, to I, it. That's what I'm saying. You know, the meteor or Skynet or Godzilla coming out of the ocean or UFOs, it's going to make us... Or Jesus. Yeah, Jesus coming down, you know, like, uh, you know, or the Antichrist coming up. You know, like, <laughs> this year is going to be... It's just beginning. It's just beginning. And so I think you're right. Maybe we do need to open up Ashley Madison accounts. So interesting stat here, too, by the way, 30 percent of its female users and 14 percent of its male users. There's over double the females using it. 
to, to that's a lot. So you're saying we should get Mike two account? <laughs> yeah, he could double so he up. He has a relationship with one, and then he could cheat on could the you other and have a cheat an with affair. Cheat. You could pull a cyber Inception cheats. Uh, yeah, oh, right. Yeah. There's layers to this thing. You could probably pull a, a virtual cyber threesome. Oh shit! Oh, a cyber orgy. Ooh, and that's when Skynet gets involved. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> with the shape shifting one. From Terminator hey. Three, yeah, hey. okay, oh, with yeah, the boob okay. enhancing, yeah, I'll, I'll do that one. Yeah, come with me if you want to live. <laughs> come, come with me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wonder if Mike would get rejected because he's not in a real relationship oh, and they're looking gosh. for someone having an affair. Imagine it. No, like... I think he can be the the pool boy in this scenario. Yeah, you just oh. gigolo that shit. The cabana boy. Yeah. But if it goes bad, I'm good. We need to watch Mike. Yeah, my hair goes down to my shoulders now. I can do it. I can be like uh, Antonio Banderas. There so you can, go. I'm like, hola. <laughs> I'll just keep my mouth shut. How about that? <laughs> just, be, just pretend you're a mute from I'll just, I'll just inner pose. Mexico. I'll just pose. I'm like, yeah. keep my mouth shut. Don't ruin it. Your tongue was cut out because yeah. the cartel or something. Oh, I, yeah. See, now yeah. it's tragic as well. No, my tongue can't be cut out. What if she likes to, you know. No, that's, kind of lingus. that's fair. Yeah. Um, your vocal cords were damaged. Yeah, I like Okay, better. There you go. You were hit in the neck with a soccer ball or something like that. Yep, that's it. So yeah. Like a childhood incident. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with like this dark and tragic thing, and Tony's like, and then on the playground. Why, how come Tony, okay, have you what? noticed that over the last, I, I want to say year, it's happened. Uh-huh. Everything Tony says is a cartoon. Like his life is a car. He's a Looney Tunes. Yes. Like, he, he's an Acme character. That's, that's what, what that's makes what, me. That's what. That's why me accepting the end of the world is so blissful. Because I envision everything as a cartoon, and sooner or later, when it's all over, it'll be me saying, "That's all, folks." Oh my god. <laughs> You know, the insanity gives me hope. I am going to be the one like, uh, da, 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 that's all, folks. Well, the stutter will be there for sure. <laughs> <laughs> From all that fire water he was drinking. Yeah, that fire water, yeah. Uh, wait, 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 uh, speaking of which, you guys you guys don't think I could pass off as a res guy? I think so. As a res guy? No, yeah. we said you could. Yeah, just put a couple of feathers in your... I thought that was like, American, man. <laughs> Oh, so says the white the man. Color, the cheeky eyes. <laughs> oh fuck! I think we test it. I think we get you a little, a little headband, put some eagle feathers in it, and sit you down on the See, corner what, over there. Listen to Steve. Steve's going. Along and let's just let's just test our theory. Well, I could just like be just leave me at the res, and I'll be on some like corner with a Jack Daniels bottle in the middle of the night. That should help me. And a peace pipe. Yeah, yeah, oh, peace, yeah pipe. peace pipe. You gotta have peace pipe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> this is some racist ass bullshit. This is fantastic. <laughs> what tribe are you with? What tribe are you, man? <laughs> Tony be like the Atlanta Braves. <laughs> oh. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. But yeah, you know, like hey, they get benefits and they get like cheap gas. Those are called reparations, man. Oh really? <laughs> they paid for my college. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Maybe I need reparations. Maybe I wait a minute. Wait a minute. Maybe I need reparations. I've been traumatized by the white man. 
There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I hear this, I'm like going, oh, oh, too many memories, too many, too many repressed memories. It's weird when you hear his internal monologue music out loud. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> get used to it eventually. God damn it. But yeah, you know, like, uh, but gas is cheap. You know, like you find they sell cigarettes. The they, sell, they sell cheap smokes. <laughs> This isn't getting better, I'll tell you no. that right now. Well, you know, like, well, it doesn't matter because, you know, sooner or later, you know, uh, at least it here, it sounds like, Thomas, your company is probably going to let you back into the woods or back into the office soon. Just like well, Yes uh, and no. They've talked about getting to that point. They said there would be a two-week notice. So we'll should you be on the Deadpool? Oh, dick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I'll put myself on the Deadpool. Oh, what the hell? Uh, I, I say that as a friend. I've been at work you. this whole time. I love you. Yes, there you go. Rain has been working this whole time. Yeah, there you go. That's who you need to put on the pool, I guess, numbers wise. I, I can't you wait. Know, honestly, in all, serious, in all seriousness, you know, we haven't talked about the Rain Man Deadpool in a while. We probably should <laughs> be given an opportunity to do some revisions. You well, because some people have died. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I mean, uh, oh, Raina laughs. Yeah, Raina's my girl. She knows exactly <laughs> what uh, what I'm thinking. I think we need to look up and see exactly who's died in the last. I know month. Stan Lee, and that was one of the ones that I had on mine. I, I had Hugh Hefner, I think, but I think that was last year. That was a while ago. Then. Yeah, uh, uh, I'm trying to think uh, who else. Oh Jesus! <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I mean, I thought at least someone famous may have died recently. There's a lot of people who are dying recently. Oh yeah, but I'm, I'm like thinking about somebody famous. I'm trying to think, you know, like, I, I, you, you cannot tell me. Think, but nothing happens. You cannot tell me that with the COVID-19. No, there's been they, a handful. Did, it didn't claim a, a celebrity but or something. It's claimed a few, I think, B-list. I don't know if any A-list. I, look, Betty White's still kicking, and that's really all that matters. Yeah, you're right. She's, she's got the secret somehow. Holy shit. <laughs> Doesn't Bobby have our dead list? Bob has everything. Oh, <laughs> just I the servers had... full of everything. Or yeah. help me, or help me out. Hard drives we... and hard drives. Oh, well, we'll figure it out. Maybe next time, you know, like whether or not the Deadpool exists. But anyway, it's your home, homie, right here, Tony Grandmaster G, over here saying adios, amigos. And as we chop our way out of here, I say thank you to Steve. To my white friend Thomas, <laughs> to my homegirl Raina, yeah. and yours truly, the gang master, Tony G. This is the Rain Man Post Show. We will check you out next time, homies. Fuck you!